Today, we're going to do an update on COVID, the vaccines, and new myths about prevention. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Just Nas Science Podcast. Each episode, we debunk ridiculous yet common science misconceptions we find online and get just a little salty about them. I'm your favorite science teacher, Lauren. And I'm your personal neuroscientist, Nick. Before we get started, I need to make a correction. Last episode, I was ranting about scientific articles and something called impact factor. I, in my haste, I had said that Journals with a low impact factor are bad, but that's not completely accurate, and it's not really what I meant to say. Uh, A low impact factor alone does not mean a journal or any articles published in it aren't valid, and we'll talk more about impact factor and publishing in the future, but I did just want to give that slight correction and thank uh, Virginie for the email addressing it, and I am very sorry for mispronouncing your name for for sure you know 100% I said that wrong (laughs) all the data that we talk about today is from about May 23rd 2021 so due to the ever-changing nature of infections the numbers used in this episode will have changed by the time you listen to it there is nothing we can do about that Um, but we will do another update in the future as always as of right now the total number of COVID cases worldwide is 167 million roughly Here in the U.S., COVID cases are nearing 34 million total, while there have been just over 604,000 COVID-related deaths, which is crazy to me. Crazy low or crazy high? Crazy high. No, crazy high for sure. Yeah, it depends on who you talk to nowadays, but yes, I think that's quite a bit. So there are about 11,000 new COVID cases each day in the U.S., which is the lowest daily average we've really seen since last summer. But unless you kind of have like amnesia, y'all remember how last summer went. So (laughs) while New York, it was the numbers were going down, everywhere else they were going up. Yeah, it's a positive that the numbers are going down. But, you know, as we saw last summer, places started to reopen just like they are now. And then we saw a big surge. So I I do think it's important continue to follow CDC guidelines and rules set up by individual establishments. Speaking of CDC guidelines, there has been some changes that you probably have heard by now, but just in case, let's do it anyway. The CDC has announced that if you are fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask or social distance indoors or outdoors, regardless of if the event is large or small. There are some exceptions to that rule, like places like nursing homes, prisons, schools, hospitals, places of travel like airports, on planes or buses, and a few others. Some of those uh, might sound like prison to you, but basically, you know, everywhere you go still. (laughs) So now that we got that out of the way. Um, And keep in mind, you also have to follow the rules of individual establishments you're entering. So, for example, if a restaurant requires you to wear a mask when you're not at your table, you must comply even if you're fully vaccinated. So, and just a reminder, you are considered fully vaccinated two weeks after your final dose. Um, and I guess, except in Texas, they're prohibiting government mask mandates because that's gone really well for them in the past. Why that two-week mark? Like, why two weeks after your final dose? Because that's about how long it takes 
for your body to make antibodies after receiving a vaccine or even really just getting infected with something in general. So that's why that that's where that two week mark comes in. It is not arbitrary. It is based in biology. Since we're talking about vaccines and antibodies and all that stuff, let's talk about how many people in the U.S. have been getting vaccinated. About 50% of the U.S. population that's eligible for vaccines have gotten at least one dose. And about 39% of the U.S. eligible population have gotten fully vaccinated. So not really where we want to be, but honestly, still better than I expected. It's kind of crazy, though, because like it was really hard to even get an appointment for a few months there. And now it's like vaccine centers are just sitting empty. Like I was, I was telling Nick earlier, I got a call today at work and I just happened to pick up. I usually don't. And it was someone from like New York City, like, can I help make an appointment for you? And I was like, I've been vaccinated since February. And then they ask if they can do your extended car warranty. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> what's your social security number? And I was like, what? Um, no, but they're like really desperate for people to like get finished getting vaccinated because people just stopped kind of going despite less than half the country getting vaccinated the number of people who are getting vaccinated has dropped by about half compared to last month okay so this is expected as individuals who need or wanted to get vaccinated did or at least are in the process of getting vaccinated now the people remaining are those who don't qualify for a medical reason and those who just don't want it There was actually a New York Times article that was published the morning of May 24th, which is the day we're recording this. I I actually get emails about different headlines, and I saw it in the morning when I woke up, and it said that vaccination rates among different demographics were interesting, and that the willingness to get vaccinated isn't really based on race, and it's based less on political affiliation, but more on the grounds of education. Those with a bachelor's degree were vaccinated at higher rates than those without a degree. The data shown in the New York Times article was from a survey sent to about 2,100 people and asked some basic demographic information and questions about their attitude towards the vaccine and vaccine status. Rates of vaccination dropped pretty significantly in the non-college graduate groups. I'll leave a link to the article in the episode description so you can check it out for yourself. It's not uncommon for educational divides to exist, and as a result, we see a myriad of conspiracy theories like this one that we had heard about recently. So it's called the COVID Magnet Challenge. I should have known this was going to show up in the notes because (laughs) in class the other day, I don't know how it came up, but the kids were, you know, starting to do their work and vaccine came up and I was like, oh, but, you know, I'm I'm vaccinated and so is is my co-teacher. And they're like, what? They were like shocked. Like, you were vaccinated? I'm like, yeah. Like, Wait, is this why the kid asked you to put a magnet to his like, arm? He's like, oh, miss, put a magnet to your arm. And I was like, oh. there's no microchip in my arm if that's what you're getting at. And I didn't know this. Like, I didn't see this video. No one knew it existed. I was just like, I'm just assuming you talk about microchipping. And because of that dumbass comment, I'm going to make you do a lesson on vaccines pretty soon. So I hope you're all happy. <laughs> they were not. No. <laughs> But so this viral video shows a woman sticking a magnet to her arm after getting the first dose of her COVID vaccine. Naturally, she claims it's because she's been chipped. Um, You know, we've talked about this in the past. So you're not getting microchipped from your COVID shot. Why would the government need to microchip you? Like, just think about that. You're voluntarily carrying around 
your microchip basically. Your phone, it has your fingerprint. It has your face, facial net recognition for you. Location, every email, text, or phone call you've ever made, even if you've deleted them, right? Google knows way too much about you based on your search history and viewing preferences. And even Facebook can basically guess your political affiliation just by what you look at and you like. Like they know everything about you already. There's no need to, to spend money microchipping everyone. We're all dopes who do it voluntarily anyway. That's very true. But in the video, and this is the, this falls along the line of something that we've been talking about a lot recently on this podcast, and I feel almost bad kind of constantly going into it, but it's always coming up, so it's like, I don't know what to do. In the video, we don't see the woman who's making the claim take the magnet off the fridge. Why is that important? Because we don't even know if it's a magnet. Like, we don't even know if it has magnetic properties to it. We don't know if there's been any adhesive put to the magnet. We don't see her remove the magnet from her arm, at least in the video I saw we didn't. We didn't see her move the magnet around. We don't even know if she was ever really vaccinated. What we don't see off camera is really important, but I'll guarantee someone will see this and mark it as a reason not to get vaccinated. Like my students. Uh, and I was going to ask them soon, like, all right, let's open up the, the floor for a conversation, like, what are some of your concerns? Are you scared? Like, what have you heard? And just to, like, talk about it, because now they're eligible for the Pfizer vaccine, my students. And I want them to feel comfortable, and I want them to at least feel armed with information. And uh, get it armed? Get a shot in your arm? Boo. Uh, uh, um, but then they just, like, immediately were, like, so anti-vaccination, or at least for COVID, it really shocked me. So I was like, all right, guys, as soon as we're done with the curriculum, we're going to have a serious vaccine talk. Meanwhile, they've all been vaccinated for polio and MMR and stuff. Yeah, and it's like, like, you're like, be happy you're not in an iron lung. Yeah, I'm like, maybe we should look at some pictures of kids in iron lungs. So There's like one dude left in an iron lung. Really? I think so. It's not, I mean, at least in the States. Wow. I didn't even know we still had iron lungs. Yeah. It's like a dude. Like, that's not even... Like, I'm barely... You don't have any other way to deal with it by now? For this person, probably not. I think Has he been in Iron Lung for, like, the past 50 years? Something ridiculous, oh yeah. God. It's crazy. That's crazy. But but also, like, just take a second to think critically about this, this magnet and microchipping video. You know, does anyone know the size of the needle tip that's going into your arm for the vaccine? Because it's really small. So how strong is this magnet that it's picking up such a tiny chip that would have to go through this needle, right? Second, how do we even know that that's the exact spot she got vaccinated? There's so many questions, right? She didn't even show that it was truly a magnet. Like you said, like there was no nothing else, like not even a paper clip that she was like, She just Here, said it was know? like a magnet. Yeah, she didn't right, even like, do like a demo. Nothing, nothing. The other thing is that I was bored at home and I tried <laughs> it. Sure. And so I got vaccinated in both shoulders and neither one was magnetic, which is such a shame because like I really wanted to become this like super villain and have cool magnetic powers. Like imagine you're trying to eat your cereal in the morning, Lauren, and I just use my magnetic powers to like tip your spoon over. And like now your shirt's a little dirty. I got like milk and cereal all over my shirt. Yeah. And it's like you're mildly inconvenienced. So now you're late to work by three minutes. Like that's my super villain. (laughs) Wow. Talk about the shittiest like version of Spider-Man you've ever heard. First off, Magneto, get your superheroes and supervillains straight. 
Magneto controls metal objects. Right. Sp- Spider Man. Well, because you know, he got bit by a spider and then he got his powers. You got, you know, a vaccine, vaccine and <laughs> got powers. And I get magnetic powers. Yeah. I and mean, what if you what if you got a vaccine and your power was you got like super smart after? I don't think anyone would people notice were the like, difference. People were like, oh, please. <laughs> please. Wow. People were like, there's no way you're going to make me smart. I'm like, ugh. Anybody know, and nobody can give me a higher IQ. I'm like, right. shut up. But like, in all seriousness, what superpower do you think you would get from getting the vaccine? Like, if there was like some side effect, and this was like a movie world or an anime world, and everybody got side effects and like you know, superpowers as a result, what would yours be? Damn, I don't know. Like, would you be able to nag me faster? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna I'd move on. Be able to slap the shit out of you. So the other thing that Lauren actually pointed out to me was that people in India who are unfortunately being hit really hard by COVID, we're taking like a real left turn here now, um, <laughs> they're covering themselves with cow dung as a treatment for COVID. And I want to make it clear. We understand that some cultures regard the cow as sacred, and we are absolutely not making fun of that. And there is a hint of legitimacy in this. Growing up in a stellar... St- Growing up in a sterile environment can actually have negative effects on your body's ability to handle infection. So being exposed to dirt and germs is a good thing. That's why, like, going outside and playing in the dirt and getting like, your knee scraped and all this kind of stuff. Licking it's, it's, doorknobs. Stop with the licking doorknobs. That's never a good thing. Okay. But for the most part, yeah, like, do that, I guess. And and it's good because it helps your body get exposed to a variety of bacteria and viruses and all this kind of stuff. And you can build a healthy immune system. However, cow dung's taking it a step too far. Mm-hmm. It's way too easy to get sick from contaminated water or food or even just like ingesting it. Like it gets like in your eyes or yeah. what. It just please don't do this. It's not a COVID treatment. It won't keep you healthy and it won't make you immune to disease like some Indian doctors say it will. Because yes, there are some Indian physicians who will cover themselves in cow dung to like protect themselves from disease so they can confidently go see patients who are ill it, it and like it doesn't work that way doctors are doing that yeah oh yeah i mean there are plenty of uh, people in india who are like don't don't do this like this is silly but then there's some who do it and uh, you know they might be from more rural areas i don't know if they're like trained licensed physicians versus just like local like, i don't want to say healers because that has like a weird connotation to it but right i understand so i was actually having a conversation with one of my colleagues today and he was talking about like a past presentation he did for for something and it was on melanoma and in his research like while he was researching stuff for his presentation he came across tons of studies that actually showed quite the opposite is true with what you would think with melanoma so, like, for instance, the rates in Florida are not higher for melanoma than Maine. They're actually the opposite for some reason. Um, you would think somebody who works outside, you know, like in the construction or something exposed to the sun would have higher rates rather than someone who works an office job. But it's also quite the opposite. So I just think it's interesting that, like, you sometimes, like you were saying, like, if you grow up in an overly sterile environment, that's not good for you either. And... So I think there's people who are like, and he said in his research, 
people who are like recluses and are like afraid of the sun and afraid of getting of germs and getting dirty often end up being the ones getting sick. And I just think that's a really interesting take because your mom was a neat freak. Yeah, yeah, she is. And she's like, I think, clinically diagnosable of... No, she might she might have like OCD. No, no, I, I as someone who did clinical trials for OCD and went to she did hit all the criteria, and I went to seminars on diagnosing OCD and like meeting criteria and like performing neuropsychological testing for OCD. I can tell you with pretty like act, like pretty confidently that she is, oh, like she does have OCD. Like I can say that confidently. Yeah, it's crazy. And so you just saw the effects of that, you know, in a, in a sterile household. So, yeah, it's good to get outside, get a little dirty, get exposed. You don't got to go looking at doorknobs or eating coins, but, you know, you get the point. Uh, to be honest, the best way to stay healthy is by getting vaccinated and following CDC guidelines, right? Um, and I know, you know, people are like, oh, well, now CDC, they're always flip-flopping. And now they're saying that vaccinated people don't have to wear a mask. Meanwhile, they were just telling us to keep it on. I'm like... Okay, but do you understand that this is, don't forget, we used to call this the novel coronavirus. This is still something new. We've only been dealing with this a little over a year. Okay, so this is how things work. You kind of seeing how things go. You're running research. And before you, you can't just give guidelines without knowing, right? They don't know what to expect. They didn't know what it was going to look like once people started getting vaccinated, if it was going to help prevent spread or anything. They weren't going to tell people, oh, throw away your mask immediately if you're vaccinated. No, you got, you got to kind of wait and see and figure things out before you give guidance. People are like, oh, this just means they don't know what they're doing. And I was like, no, it just means that you don't understand science and how things work. So you tell them. Calm the F down, everybody. <laughs> it drives me nuts that people are so quick to point the finger like, oh, I can't trust the CDC anymore. I'm like, why? Because you don't understand what they're doing? Like, that's not a reason. You know, Nick and I are both fully vaccinated. And we still act like we're not most of the time. You know, we still do our best to social distance, especially from those who aren't vaccinated. You know, we still wear masks and avoid large crowds because honestly, I don't know where people have been and I don't trust other people to have done the, do the right thing and act the right way. You know, we still disinfect everything we buy from the grocery store and we use hand sanitizer until we're able to wash our hands. And, and, and that's that. And I think that's the best course of action until we can get more people vaccinated. We're only about 40% in the States. So we're really not where we want to be yet. It is really interesting to me to see how the past year has changed our perspective on certain activities. Before COVID, I took Lauren on a spa day. It was at like saunas and like pools and all this kind of stuff. Indoors and outdoor versions. like. And we were going in and out of pools. There was like all strangers in it. And there's like, we didn't think anything of it. And now. I like a little bit. A, a, little, a little bit. But like not enough to stop you from doing it. Like we still enjoyed all the facilities there. Yeah. But now the idea of taking a warm bath with a bunch of strangers is gross to or me. Or sitting inside like a closed in hot ass sauna. Like, yeah, you're laying next to ugh. someone's sweat imprint. Like a stranger's yeah. like you can see the outline of their body. <laughs> On the floor, like, oh god, I can't imagine doing that now. No, and then just like, and and people have pointed this out on Twitter. I've been a while back. They're like, man, isn't it crazy to think like it was totally like normal and acceptable to go to work sick and just get everybody else in the office sick? No, now, that was never. First of all, that was like never acceptable. No, and people would do that all the time. People, oh, people showing did up it. to my job with bronchitis, and then you catch it, and like people did it all the time. And like, yeah, you'd be fucking annoyed, but it's like. 
says what it is. Because a lot of a lot of companies are like they look down on taking even a sick day. They're like, oh, yeah. we have to provide documentation. I'm like, well, what if I just need to? My body just needs to rest. You know what I mean? Like, can I just get a day to rest? No, not not in this capitalistic, no. capitalistic, yeah. capitalist society that. <laughs> You know, every day you got to be productive and hustle. And if you're not making money, then you're wasting time. And it's like, mm, that's an awful mindset. Like money's important, but your health is more important, at least to me. But No health, no wealth. Yeah, that's that's a good rhyme. Uh, but, I got yeah, that from Kim Kardashian. Okay, well, that's going to do it for us today. That was an awful rhyme. That's going to do it for us today. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and especially share it. It takes literal seconds to hit subscribe and click the five-star review button, and it would mean a whole lot to us. Positive ratings and shares on social media are the biggest ways you can help us spread this good, good science to even more people. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at JustNatScience. You can also visit our website, JustNatScience.com, where you can watch YouTube videos, read blog posts, or submit questions and suggest topics for future episodes. And don't forget, we put out new episodes every Tuesday. And as always, thanks again for listening, guys. Later, you nerd. Later, Gator. Give me a slight sound check. Did you just say give me a slut? I, no, check? I said give me a, a slight sound check. Sound like you said slut. Talk a little louder. <laughs> Talk a little louder. Oh, that was actually pretty good. Really? I felt like I was yelling. Uh, Yeah, a little bit, but like that's kind of what I need because my voice is a lot louder than yours. Talk louder. Yeah, I mean, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> okay. Is this level okay? Yeah, that's perfect. All right, let's do this, Brutus. <laughs>